You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. Hey everyone, uh, we got Yusuf and Joe. Howdy. We've been talking about certifications. Um, kind of a big deal. Cisco certifications have been drastically changed, and we're here to kind of clear things up. Maybe some of the confusion, maybe some of the fears, but it's going to be awesome. So we're going to dive deeper into the CCNA this time around. Why a change? What's going on? And what's different? So, guys. Yeah. What can you tell us? So there is now a new CCNA. It's a brand new exam. It's not a converged CCNA or a unified CCNA. It is a brand new product, a new CCNA exam. What we did was we went out to the industry, to the people who are hiring associate level engineers, um, to some of our CCIE advisory council. And we said, what are you looking for in this type of, of individual, in this type of associate or junior entry level engineer? And they said they want someone who is more familiar with modern networking concepts, someone who is seen or, or, or is familiar with concepts in a broader range across the network. That means the routing and the switching, sure. Also means some virtualization in the data center, wireless in terms of, of getting on the uh, network, security, security's got to be paramount these days, and automation, programmability, that they're familiar with some of those concepts and it's not just conceptual, that there are things they can do. So that entry level, that associate engineer can come into an organization, into a network environment, and they aren't scared by topics. They can hear the word Ansible as an example and kind of know what you're talking about. And they can also pivot and do what's needed in the right area. And then they can gain that experience and then look to further their career through some of our other certifications as they develop in that experience. Yeah, and and I like how Joe said because uh, people today when they start their career or, or maybe they have one or two years experience, they were really struggling in how they want to kind of, you know, progress in the career. Maybe they want to do something else and there was no choice or flexibility. So with this change, what we have done is created that one single program and that way it is the foundation and then you branch off at the professional level. But then what was different is that the current CCNA program, there were flavors and all those flavors are going away. So we have today 10 CCNAs, if you didn't know, wow. 10 different flavors. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I mean, imagine, so when you're starting your career, you can say, well, I want to be CCNA security fine you know today that was the need of the day and what in the last couple of years that was how the expectation was in the industry but like joe said we did this research and with this all this profiling and found out that well there is more value if we did it this other way which is creating that one single product and then allowing people to set their foot in the door and start with the career and branch out at the professional level so i just want to reiterate if people are not sure about it there's only a single CCNA now. Correct. Just the one guy. No, no collaboration. No security. Just CCNA. And it's not even called routing and switching. It's just the CCNA. CCNA. Yeah. The CCNA. There is also an associate level in the DevNet. So the CCNA is for the network engineer role. The people who are going to be doing network engineering. And we're saying because we're putting software and programmability uh, fundamentals in the CCNA that the network engineer needs to know some of that. But at the within the software developer realm in DevNet, they also have a single associate level exam, the Cisco Certified DevNet Associate, for those who are more in the 
software development track. If you look at, at the CCNA, it's 80% networking, 20% on the on the software, the automation side, and it's invert, inverted in the DevNet world where they have a routing because we're a networking company. They're grounded in the network fundamentals, and then they have 80% on that automation programmability side. One thing I want to add here is... Um uh, there is a fear, right? Because when we make uh, the change and announcement, yeah. people were like, oh, okay, w- what does it mean to me? Exactly. There are lots of people who are in the journey, maybe because currently today, CCNA, we have the 10 flavors, but each CCNA has two exams. Some people are halfway through. They have not completed the journey. Mm. So my um, suggestion is that please complete, complete your journey. journey because if you have not completed the journey you're halfway through you will not get as much value and benefit out in the migration that we are going to cut over in february 2020 you you will not get the new ccna the new ccna will be given if you're already ccna certified in the current realm okay, in the okay. 10 certification the other thing is some guy in the morning, I was in a session and he asked, well, then why would I even bother, right? I might as well take the new CCNA. I'll just suspend everything and yeah. I'll, I'll not do anything I've now. I've heard that a lot, yeah. 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 My point to him is knowledge is knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. If you are currently pursuing, let's say, for example, CCNA security, you have taken your first exam and, and uh, now you're working towards your second, please, you know, complete the journey. What did you get out of this in in this process you got the knowledge the knowledge is for yours to keep this will always help you in your next thing whatever that next thing is you're not going to lose that knowledge at some point you may want to pursue ccnp security and that knowledge will also come in handy because that will be the foundation that you will need to pursue CCNP security, even in the new program that we have. Okay. And we're not going to strip any of your, um, we're going to reward you for your accomplishments. So that individual who might be going for a CCNP security, he completes that second exam on migration. He gets the new CCNA and he'll get a badge that says you have the experience from the security CCNA that you already took. So it's not about losing. Sure, you still have the knowledge. We'll still give you credential to be able to say you, you, you achieved that great accomplishment now, of CCNA security. What's the weighting of between that badge you receive and then mm-hmm. the specialization you would receive if you went for the CCNP track? So there's really... It, it, Weighting is probably the the wrong. Uh, I, there's no real weight. So the, the the specializations or specialist badges at the professional level, they're at the level of that 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 professional. Okay. So the the associate uh, engineer would have the the that broad skill with with some um, uh, practical experience as well. But then as they continue to learn, as they continue to grow and do things and see how how things work and and start to figure out where they want to gravitate. That's where those CCMP concentrations come in because that will take them very deep in specific areas um, within uh, various technology tracks. Now, uh, just one more question on that. Could you go and get those badges individually after the? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. So if I go, if I go and I do, uh, I do a, a a CCNA security today, and I migrate, and I get the new CCNA, and I get this level two hundred badge. Um, as well as part of migration, those badges reflect the training that's associated to what they had to know 
to get CCNA security. Those training classes we're going to have available at the 100, the 200, the 300, the 400 level, they'll be able to go, and when they complete those classes, they will get um, badges for completing that training as well. I was exactly going to say yeah. that, that the exams or the certification are going away, not the training. Not the training, not the knowledge. After February 2020, there will be those foundational skills because even when we uh, when we see that in the future you are moving towards your CCNP collaboration or CCNP data center, we still expect, we have an assumption that we still expect you guys to have some foundational knowledge and you have that training programs available from Cisco and we have this, and I think we need to clarify that, that Today we have this certification badges, right? Everybody is aware CCNA logo, CCNP logo, CCA logo. We are now introducing a new breed of badges yes. called training badges. Training we badges. have okay. not released that yet in this announcement. Oh, this okay. is the information that will come later, but we can share right now that there will be training badges. And that's what the association, what Joe was saying, that if you are a CCNA security today, and on February, when we cut over, what will you get? Three things. One, you will keep your old CCNA security until it, it organically expires. expires. Organically, meaning, let's take an example. <clears throat> I did my CCNA security in November 2019. I passed, I have the badge, happy. In February 2020, the migration happens, the cutover happens. At that point, I am still going to be keeping my CCNA security because CCNA security was valid for three years. Okay. So which means I passed in November 2019, which means I will be able to keep that until uh, November 20, uh, 2022. Okay. So I keep that until it organically in November 22, it expires. You're not taking it away from we, right, uh, Certification, right. the, the magic of certification is once you achieve something, you keep it until it expires. Now the point is, are we allowing it are we allowing you to continue recertify that? No, because it's a it's a program that has been retired end of life. So you can no longer recertify. That is where the second uh, part comes in that since the CCNA security is retired, how will I retain my CCNA title? So we are going on February 2020, we are going to give you the new CCNA badge, okay. the new CCNA certification badge that on November 2022, I will be able to recertify and extend another three years. Okay. Right? So that's the second badge. And the third thing you will get is that training badge that Joe was referring to for okay. security so that i can demonstrate in social that media expire. that doesn't expire that that those are the details to be flushed out those are the things we are still working out the details and you will get more information right. but that's the good news that you will get something out of it so earlier we were saying that if you are in the journey don't quit there is more value for you down the road if you complete the journey in other words if i'm doing like routing and switching and i've just done my icnd mm -hmm. Should I go and do ICD2 yes. or yes. should I wait? Yes. No, that's the same example in yes. security, exactly right? The same. Exactly. If you hadn't done that, you will literally lose a lot, yes. then yeah. gain yeah. a lot. So on February cutover, had you finished ICD2, you will not only be able to keep your CCNA route switched until wherever it expires, yeah. we'll give you the new CCNA, plus we will give you a, a, a routing and switching training, training badge. badge. 
I, I love that because you just flipped the fear we've heard in our comments around. People are like, well, dang it. I just got my ICND one. What am I going to do now? But now it's like, hey, you've got, eight months. Yeah, you've got yeah. eight months to drastically change this for you. It's a huge value. You get three things. That's awesome. Yeah, there's a real incentive to finish now. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, if you don't do ICND 2 and you've just done ICND 1, you, you don't really gain much. But it's if you complete your CCNA journey before actually, the change, you get a whole bunch. Actually, if I may, in yeah, February, what happens to a person who's ICND 1? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Nothing. Ooh. You, I mean, you you will get your uh, CCENT okay. for ICND 1, right? right? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what you keep because you earned it until when? Yeah, until the natural ex expires. It's natural expires. And yeah. then what happens? Nothing. Now you have to take the new the CCNA whole new exam. thing again. Yeah. Uh, but had you completed your CCNA journey today, you had all that value that we talked about. So in other words, you should. The yes. big the big takeaway is you must try and finish your CCNA before. We yeah. strongly yeah. encourage strongly you to whichever CCNA yes. path you are in out of those ten CCNAs, please please finish it. You will get much more value out yeah. of it in February. That's a very good and, thing. And to the know. other thing, Yusuf, you're mentioning about uh, recertification. After February, you'll be able to recertify that CCNA with continuing education. Yeah, and that's a new program that mm -hmm. we are evolving. So the, if people yeah, are aware of that, CCIE, uh, C, uh, continuing education program was launched two years ago for our CCIE community. And it was testing that, you know, we wanted to see and provide another flexible option for recertification. And it was very well received by the industry, by the community, and people love it. They want to take alternative paths because what we realize is exam taking is one way to recertify, and that's still available. But alternatively, people take training. People attend Cisco Live, or there are different ways to kind of add value to your skills and, and your journey. What we are saying is while you are doing all of those things, we will give you credits. So can you explain that continued learning a bit more? Yeah. So as you said, as I do things to, to grow more skill, I either take a, a training class, either online or an instructor-led training, or I come to Cisco Live and I attend those breakout sessions. Yeah. I just gave one today, nice packed room, people attentive, they're learning, they come up to me and say, we learned something. Something. All these sessions, people are learning something. They can come and they can write exam topics for us if they want. Uh, items, questions for the exam, um, and any of them that get approved, all of those things yield continuing education credits. And if you're trying to recertify your CCNA, all you needed to do is earn 30 credits within those that three-year period. Your CCNA is recertified without needing to take an exam but by developing your skills, by learning more, by engaging more um, uh, with uh, demonstrating your expertise. And, and again, that's a choice. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Yes. And again, it's a choice. That's it's a choice. again, we, we are giving you the control. And, and if you prefer to still continue taking an exam for your recertification, you, you can, can do still that. do that. But here is an alternative. And it gives you an incentive like to come to Cisco Live, pick yeah, up new things. Learn knowledge, right? Yeah. And it's all about upskilling. Yeah. Because what we were saying in our first episode is that we really are seeing all this technology transformation. And we want people to grow and learn and adapt these new things. But along the way, we wanted to incentivize and give them some value in yeah. their certification. Yep. I, I love the way that you haven't, like in the past, it was like, well, I mean, to, as it is today, you've got these big mountains almost that you have to climb mm -hmm. and now you've given all these little steps 
that people can use? So, so the recertification, it, you can still do that even if your cert expires. You can get 30 credits and that was renewed. Yes. That's if cool. your cert in, in your three-year window. Yes, in your oh, three-year well, window. Only the, so if it expires right. after three years, it's yeah. you're lost. If it's it. expired, yes, you have to go back and take it. Gotcha, if it's expiring, okay. um, then before that expire, expire event happens, you take it and you, you, um, you get another three years. Okay, that's, that's really cool. Um, I do have one more question. I'm going to go back to this, the, the uh, CCNA. So um, I know you get a ton of value if you get your CCNA now. Mm -hmm. But what if you already have one and you're going for another CCNA? The value, obviously, is you'll get that, that little badge, but is that the only value you'll get from that? Well, you'll, as you have said, you'll get the knowledge from studying, yeah, the, the from knowledge. preparing yeah, for that yeah. CCNA. Um, so absolutely, you could still do that now. You will get the badge. You'll get everything that you have talked about. You'll retain uh, your credential, and you'll get the new CCNA. Um, and but, you are one step closer now to working towards your CCNP, right? I mean, yeah, I want, because you said this baseline knowledge that you need at CCNP. You still so need that. It, still it is not disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, it's just how you are packaging it together, right? Today it's packaged in a different way. In February 2020, it will package different way. You still need to learn all those things. So in other words, you, if, you, if you want to, because you don't have to do CCNA to get CCNP, you, you could jump straight in, but it's assumed that you've got knowledge. Correct. So these learning, um, training, what did you call them? Sorry, training, training badges. badges. Training badges are basically helping you get the entry knowledge for the next yeah, level. They're, they're demonstrating that you have that knowledge, yeah. That's brilliant. It is. That, it is. Uh, you know what? You know what's really nice about this, Chuck? And thanks to both of you. You, you know, there's all this, well, I would say fear. We had a lot of comments of people I mean, worried yeah, about I mean, hundreds things. of comments going, oh my gosh, I'm scared of this. And yeah. Th thanks so much for, Our like, pleasure, yeah. you know, explaining that. Absolutely. Thank you for having and, us. And w the, the, what I see is the outcome is we're going to have a lot more CCMP certified individuals because of this. We hope a lot mm -hmm. more CCNAs. We hope people see relevancy not just in getting it, but in keeping it, as well as more NPs. We, we get people really using the certification to track their journey as they, as they grow in experience and expertise. And we expect new community to join in because we've also realized that we have this this uh, set amount of uh, target audience right so call it uh, 2 million 3 million 5 million but why not 10 million 20 million right yeah, yeah. so by doing this simplicity that was another mantra simplify it at the beginning don't make it hard keep it simple network foundation get people into the IT industry. So if you're, whichever industry you're in, start your career in IT, start your career in networking, do your CCNA, and then you open your horizon and, and go wherever you wanna go. So Joe, Yusuf, what about the DevNet Associate, I think is what it's called. We've, spoke, we've spoken very heavily about like CCNA, but what about the DevNet Associate? Can you explain uh, Sure, the Cisco Certified DevNet Associate is, again, a single exam. It's There's a single DevNet Associate, and it is about um, providing the, the software developers who are going to be developing applications on top of the network uh, to our platforms to give them the foundational skills they need there and test them on those foundational skills. So there's a section on uh, network fundamentals, on making sure that they understand uh, what devices do in the network, how the network operates. Uh, IP connectivity is an also example. Also, finally make sure those programmers know what they're doing. Yes. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, you, you want to you make sure that they understand what an IP address is, a subnet yeah. is, those concepts, so that as they're building applications, these, these aren't foreign to them. And then it goes into things like test-driven automation, working with uh, revision control systems like Git, 
Python uh, programming, talking about some of the APIs our platforms expose, RESTful APIs, NetConf, RESTConf, um, working across the technology um, spectrum so that they come out of that test knowing, okay, I understand what Cisco's about, what their platforms offer, I understand a little bit about this networking, and I can make better use of the APIs that Cisco gives to me as an application developer. And the way I would uh, supplement that is we now have two parallel portfolios. Yeah. The infrastructure engineer, so everything that we guys used to be known for, which yeah. is networking, and then the software developer and the application developers, which is the new uh, stream of certification. The, the beauty is they go parallel. They go both hand in hand. And there is a kind of a good marriage in between. So like Joe mentioned, that in the CCNA, primarily 80% focus is on the network, the IP fundamental, wireless, wired, routing, uh, yeah. security, security, automation, yeah. network access and all that. But we also have that 20% uh, flavor of automation and programmability mm -hmm. because we want to introduce the concepts yep. of it to, to who? To the network guy, to the network engineer. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, as we said, we have the software community and they are building application on top of the network. So yes, 80% of what they will be tested on is all on the uh, automation aspect of it, but then we also want them to know the basic fundamentals of networking. So that 80-20 flips, like Joe said earlier. I love that. And these to two We're starting to slowly meet, slowly meet in the middle. Yeah. There could be people who want to do both, which is also fine. So there are people who are in this side of the world, and there are people in this side of the world or somewhere in the middle. So um, I wanted to ask, if I'm on the CCNA track, do I need to learn Python or is that like on the developer track? So you don't need to learn Python for CCNA. You need to be uh, familiar with things like um, uh, JSON encoded data, configuration management and the value there and tools like Ansible, Puppet and Chef. You need to be aware of what is the impact of automation, the value there and all, as well as the impact of, of automation on the network and understand the paradigms of say a controller driven network versus something that's been more traditional. However, on the DevNet side, absolutely. Python is one of the generally assumed languages that, that we went with to say this is what you're, you're going to need to know or have some familiarity with. But if you generally know one, like I didn't know Python. I was more of a Perl guy. I learned some Java, <laughs> uh, Tickle actually, um, and I picked up Python. So if you know one language as a, as a software developer, Python, you'll, you'll be able to pick that up. And we have a lot of training. Uh, we're going to be rolling out more training starting this month. DevNet, uh, which is upstairs here at Cisco Live. Uh, they have their labs. They have their labs online. So there will be a lot of help in getting both the network engineer and the software developer up to speed uh, with our APIs, our platforms, and, and scripting and programming in general. Yeah, I, I, well, real quick, I, I love the, the way the CCNA works now with the 20% automation because mm -hmm. you're, what you said before, that people are scared to jump into it. That gives them just enough confidence to go, okay, yeah. I can see how a network can be automated sure. and they can go and learn something. Yeah. Now, but I want to ask this real quick too. If they wanted to go deeper, mm -hmm. would you recommend going to the DevNet Associate, or would you recommend them going up to the CCMP-based automation? It really depends on what they're uh, what they're wanting to get out of it. So the DevNet Associate really targets that software developer, the person who's going to be doing the application development on the network, and that may be what you're going to do. But if you're still that infrastructure network engineer who is, I'm not writing applications as much as I'm scripting. I'm wanting to. 
I, I, this is the last time I type this manually in 10 devices. <laughs> I am going to automate this. I'm going to scream. Um, then you could go and look at the uh, concentration we have in your technology space for uh, automating and programmability and take that which which will give you both the the a crossover of the uh, software developer and the network engineer uh, and, and and give you that the the skill the confidence you need to be able to do that and you can jump right to it without getting your whole ccnp exactly, exactly. covered a lot of bases so, i mean it's like network automation concentration a little bit in the ccna yeah. or you oh, can yeah. go full dev i just want to say thanks so much yeah, I mean, yeah. this was a lot of like fun yeah, this is Brilliant. really good. Uh, it's mm -hmm. been exciting. Yeah. So, guys, that's the lowdown on the new CCNA, which is actually a completely different certification. It's the CCNA. No writing, switching, none of that stuff. It's just CCNA. And it's the stepping tone. Uh, st no. Stepping tone. Stone. It's, the <laughs> it's the stepping stone into going deeper into the infrastructure from collaboration to wireless security at the MP level. A ton of flexibility, a ton of don't change. Be, don't be scared. Don't, don't be scared. But don't yes. be scared. And I, think, and, the, and I think the big takeaway here was that if you're working on it now, Finish it now. Yes. You've got eight Absolutely. months. Go. So if, if, if you're working on it, let us know your date. Go schedule that exam. You want to get that done before February, and you get a ton of value from it, which, gosh, I mean, th this is really cool. So go for it. Well, thanks, Yusef. Thanks, Joe. No, Thank our you. pleasure. And um, that's about it, guys. If you want to learn more about all of this, look at the links below. Uh, it was uh, cisco.com forward slash next level. Next level, Correct. one word. Awesome. So forward slash next level, cisco.com. Find out more stuff. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank Cheers. you. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.